Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Typical home costs in the news. Chapter 11 bankruptcies are up 63% year over year. You're seeing companies like Bonton and Toys R Us make the big headlines. Auto delinquency loans, auto loans tied, auto loans are delinquent. Um, the delinquent rates are rising. They're now worse than they were during the financial crisis. It's all problematic. Got to pay your bills. And if you don't, the banks get into trouble. And maybe the banks aren't rallying right now. Because Wall Street knows something. The banks had great quarters. They seem to be rallying for a day. And that's about it. Royal Caribbean. They just introduced an ultra-luxury suite that can cost over $60,000. I'm not a boat guy. Not a boat guy. I think when you, wear, when you get on a boat, it's like wearing gym clothes. You've basically given up. Life is over. Why Why get dressed to go to breakfast when you can wear gym clothes? A tracksuit. Teachers in San Francisco are some of the best paid in the United States, but still don't make enough to afford 99% of the homes on the market. That's a shame, because I believe the children are our future. I do. I think it's super important to pay teachers more. I don't think we pay anywhere near enough. <clears throat> we need to teach them well and let them lead the way. We need to show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us of how we used to be. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I don't know what this song's about. I 
I don't know. I thought this was a song about the, I believe the children are our future. I thought this had something to do with schools. But yeah, we don't pay our teachers anywhere near enough. And if they can't afford housing, that's a problem. I tutor third grade math kids. I know you're saying, that's very noble of you. It's seriously not. Um, one of the kids recognized me the other day. He goes, are you Rob Black? Are you on TV? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Do you like my spot? He goes, my dad hates you. I'm on TV. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I love it. His dad doesn't hate me. His dad loves me. But uh, I got recognized by a nine-year-old. How cool is that? Feathered my cap that you don't have. I know. I know. I know. Thank you very much. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Retail sales, always in the news. And today we're throwing in that little bit of, of twist of Bonton stores filing for bankruptcy. I don't think I've ever been in a Bonton. When I saw the news, I was like, who's going to make my bonbons? Because on Fridays, I take the day off after radio. I sit around on the couch. I've got a cold Schlitz malt liquor bowl and a box of chocolate bonbons. But then I, I learned Bonton was a, a clothing store for women or something like that. Retail sales returned to the positive zone in mo- the March. A little bit weaker in January and February. Because we were looking around and saying, hey, Joe. Uh, how was your Christmas? And he goes, Christmas, great. Spent too much money. Hey, Joe, you want to go to the ball game tonight? No, 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 no. I want to wait till the playoffs start when the game is actually matter. Okay, Joe. Have a good day. And uh, people tighten their belts sometimes after the holidays, which is great that the month of April comes along when people start thinking tax returns so they can start, you know, putting that money towards a car so they can start creating problems yet again and borrowing more money. It's like the United States. I saw that our debt is going to be worse than the debt of Italy by the year 2023. I know, right? First things first. I don't hate Italians. I don't hate Italians. I love Italians. But the little uh, Vespa scooters. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to say anything negative about Italians because I don't want to wake up with a horse in my uh, horse head in my bed. I might actually want to wake up with a horse head in my bed. Hey, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. What's she doing in my bed? So, anyway. Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have worse, the same kind of debt load that Italy has, and that ain't good. So 42% of Americans have less than $10,000 saved and will retire broke. Congratulations, America. You've worked from the age of 20 to 60. You've raised kids. You fought wars. And now you're retired and broke. (laughs) Former rivals Amazon and Best Buy are joining forces to sell smart TVs. It's the last thing in the world I need right now. It's a TV that's smarter than me. I went into a Best Buy recently to pick up a small TV for a property. I'm like, which is better, Samsung or Sony? I won't even look at Vizio, because if you see me coming out of a store with a Vizio TV, I'll give you $10,000. That's right, Jack. Um, But Best Buy and Amazon are are working together. The deal's going to allow Best Buy to tap into Amazon's vast customer network, marketing Amazon's technology to a wider rate of shoppers. 
Um, they've, you know, you can't not notice Best Buy, or if you're Best Buy, you can't not notice Amazon and vice versa. Do you want the 4K or do you want the HDR TVs? HDR TVs are much more important than the 4K. But 4K is a big thing, and people are like, I want to get a 4K TV. Okay. Best Buy's at $75 a share. A couple years ago, they were left for dead. Um, and that's not a good thing. Jeff Bezos, speaking of Amazon, he worked at McDonald's when he was 16. He's a self-made billionaire. He knew very early on that he was wired a little differently. He tried to take his crib apart with a screwdriver. He is, to me, a Bond villain. That's why we were just playing that. I think he's building a Death Star. Probably behind the moon so we can't see it. So, in 1980, 16-year-old Jeff Bezos got a summer job frying up burgers at McDonald's. He learned all he could from the experience. He was a cook. They wouldn't let him anywhere near the customers. Not with that acne on his face. Like, why don't you work in backwards greasy? And that'll f- probably feed your uh, acne. Feed me, Shemel. He said he had a first hand on brush with what retail could do. He studied the company's automation improvements, like beeps and signals for when scramble the eggs and flip the burgers and pull his fries. He said he learned a lot. Sadly, now. McDonald's has turned into a situation where people want living wages and not teenagers. Like, it was meant for teenagers in my mind. But what we've turned it into is something that's not, and we're turning to kiosks. So life lessons are not going to be found in fast food like they used to be for teenagers. You can learn responsibility in any job. Take all jobs seriously. Don't underestimate the value of a job. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I highly suggest every listener get or share a subscription to the Wall Street Journal and Barron's. They are one in the same. And start reading business headlines and start saying, why is this important? Some headlines that jump out to me today, and again, I don't think I'm always right. Trust me, I've just done this a long time, and uh, I could teach you a lot about investing. A lot about investing. So some of the headlines that I see today, for instance, include Amazon is boosting the prices of its monthly Prime membership. I'm like, first of all, no, not Prime. I have Prime, but wait, wait, I have the annual, not the monthly. But they're boosting their their membership fee, 20%. No, God! So the online retailer says its annual membership of $99 will not change. 
but its monthly is going to jump from 1099 to 1299. And for college students, it's going to jump from 549 to 649. Um, and that starts off soon. Now, this is a show that I could replay a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. It could be an evergreen, in large part because this is a lesson on pricing power. Maybe Amazon's deciding that they don't want to lose money on the person who jumps in at Christmas time, does it for a month or two, gets a lot of individual packages sent to them, turns off their monthly fee right after that. Basically finding a, a workaround for fast delivery that's not super expensive. So that story jumped out to me, and it's like, hmm, share that. It's pricing power. It's also telling you that... Um, company's getting focused on earnings, and that could be an important thing for a company that's been focused on revenues. It could be interesting on a positive. It could be interesting on a negative. Because when you look at Amazon, you don't go, historically, this should trade at 20 times earnings. Or the market trades at 15, and it's at 20. And in the last five years, it's traded between 12 and 22, and it's currently at 21 times earnings, the price of the company versus the earnings that it generates. Uh, you don't value Amazon like that. You would say that it's at the high end of its PE in that case, or a company that's historically had a PE of 12 to 20 and it's currently at 13, you'd say it's the low end and that may create some value. That's one way to start to look for stocks. You start comparing it against itself and then you compare it against its peers with the price to sales ratio. How much is the company worth versus how many dollars of sales did they do? And different industries have different you know, metrics to you, you key in on. Technology, for instance, uh, price-to-sales ratio of four. Um, it, it, wait, you can't say technology because software is four. Hardware, you'd probably want to go like two to three valuation. It's tricky. So Because you start looking at profit margins, you start looking at sales uh, cycles and how long they're going to last or not last. So an analyst is out today, and he's telling me something about the long term, in his opinion. There's a company called Square. I get my hair cut every five weeks, four weeks, five weeks. I don't have a lot of hair, so it's kind of silly, right? Uh, but also, I don't have a sexy woman who's willing to pull out the clippers and chop my hair up, either. So I have to pay someone to do that. Payment company Square is an uh, is is... is Analogous to Amazon or Google in their early days, so says an analyst from Nomura today. Now, Nomura is not a big brokerage house. Nomura is a big research house. They're calling it a buy. They think the climb to, uh, to fame, and wait, I, I never finished my thought. I need more coffee. But so the analyst is saying that Square, which the woman who cuts my hair, when I pay her, she pulls out a credit card reader and she takes my credit card, zaps it right in, says, when would you like to make an appointment, blah, 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 what do you want to tip me, blah, 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 here, move your finger and sign here, blah, blah, blah. And Square has a faster turnaround for small business merchants like herself. So it's attractive. So Nomura is saying, they're calling it a buy. And they think it's very similar to Amazon or Google in the early days. They think Wall Street's valuing the company all wrong. So I'm fascinated because I know what Amazon and Google did in their early days. Nothing. They, they sat there and they moved up and down. And then they took off like a rocket. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to the moon. So 
Square's climb to fame is a result of its financial transaction technology, enabling small businesses to accept card payments through its software and hardware products. It's also developed what's called Square Cash, a means of sending and receiving money between individuals and businesses, very similar to PayPal's Venmo. In 10 years, Square is likely to be a very different company, helped by accelerating share gains from payment peers and relentless disruption of services like payroll and HR. Valuation should include mixed shift to large sellers, accelerating share gains, growing penetration of higher price transaction types like virtual terminals and e-commerce, as well as high margin services like Square Payment, uh, Square Capital, and Payroll. Whoa. And then I'm thinking, like, who's going to buy them? PayPal could. Visa could. Apple? Sure, why not? Spin off what they don't like. Keep what they do. Um, so th- that's a pretty powerful read right there. Square is going to be a very different company helped by accelerating share gains from payment peers and relentless disruption of services like payroll and H- HR. And the analyst is very clear to say in 10 years. You know, he's saying, don't get instant gratification. This might be one to be added to your portfolio to look at to maybe wait for a bad day in the market, maybe a bad report from the company. Because he believes that in 10 years. Now, this is where you start your research. You don't end your research on, hey, I read on the internet, somebody said this. He's got a $64 price target representing 59% upside from the close. The highest target on Wall Street. He believes that Wall Street doesn't see the bright future for Square because they are using conventional valuation methodologies. He's using a discounted cash flow model to come up with his target. Square shares are up 173% in the last 12 months. Now, wait. He's calling for 70% upside from here after it's already uh, 60% upside from here after it's already up 173% in the last 12 months. What if he's breading his butter? That worries me a bit. What if he's buttering his bread? <laughs> breading his butter. What if he's making milk pudding? How I'm going to be a grown-up boy one day. He thinks the continues going. He thinks the company is going to continue to grow up market. He's learned that more complex sellers have often established systems that are tailored to their businesses, such as e-commerce websites, custom point of sale, or inventory software. He thinks it's an open platform. Developers can connect these systems with Square, and it doesn't hurt that their CEO is Jack Dorsey. So just being compared to Amazon or Google, like, I don't know what you and your loved one are going to do this weekend, but maybe you can take her out, have a nice dinner. She looks at you and she goes, you're kind of like an early Amazon or Google. Man, your heart will swell because you know that soon they go boom, boom, boom. They're going to the moon. Um, It's a big compliment. It doesn't mean anything. It's a start. It's not a finish. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So this is Regina Spector, who I went to see in concert 15 years ago, 10 years ago, with a woman that I love very much so. And there's a line in it about there's a statue and you know we'll pull it down and it's not a love song but i took it as a love song like it's me and you against the world but it's really about the russia and the western world and such but two statues fell this week and they're both hitting me kind of hard and i know you're, you're gonna laugh at me when i say this but toys are us going down that's a statue that's an iconic that could never happen really it just did so, where do I go with this? Oh, there was another statue that got, came down this week, right? You start thinking about like some of these big companies that, that they, they can't fail, and then, whoa, they start failing. So, just whoa. throwing it out there for you. Um, a lot of times it's jobs, sometimes it's, it's retail, sometimes it's technology. Um, you know, companies like Yahoo... Some icons do go down. GE's going down in the process of going down. Now, does it stay down? We don't know. It's just know that every now and then the icons come tumbling, tumbling down. Get into mortgage when you're retired. Tony, how many people have you run across that are trying to get a brand new mortgage just as they're retiring? Quite a few, in fact. Uh, and if you are going to retirement, you want that lower payment to definitely do it before you retire. Um, a lot of people, unfortunately don't do it before they retire and they have trouble getting financing. And there are some options, of course, if you wait and you have some assets, there's something called asset depletion you can use. So you have a million dollars and you are of retirement age. You can use all of that to what they call, and you deplete your assets. You're not actually spending the money. They just take a formula and divide say, for example, 360 months, which is 30-year fixed, into that, and it calculates a number, and you can use that towards your other income that you have. If I was wise right now, and I'm thinking about retiring in 5, 10, 15 years, would it be wise to use my income to get a retirement house now, rent it out maybe, and then take it over in 5, 10, 15 years? That's pretty common, where, let's say, for example, you you know you want to retire in Idaho, in Coeur d'Alene, for example, and um, you're working now, you know the money's there, uh, you know, prices might go up, rates are good, and you just buy it. And you have somebody start paying the equity down on the property, and, or, I'm sorry, the principal down. Um, you may or may not actually live in that property. Maybe you move it to another one. You can do a 1031 exchange and buy it. Maybe that property didn't work out or your lifestyle changes. So there's uh, getting into real estate like that and, and knowing that you're going to not retire where you're living now, uh, it's worth looking into at least five to 10 years prior to that move. And certainly while you're still working and, and having that income and down payment. One of the problems, though, with this idea is that you start getting too much property. Like, you know, I told you that a friend of mine is a cop, and 15 years ago, he's like, I can't afford Oakland. And that's 15 years ago. So what he did was he, he rents in Oakland, he, he bought in Tampa, and he's going to retire in Tampa. And he has the ability to say, I'm a cop. You don't want to screw me over as a landlord kind of thing. 
he's got that ability to have some life experience that people will screw over landlords. <laughs> so he's not looking at it naively, but it's also, it's, it's another job. It is a landlord or you get more than two properties, three properties, and you're trying to do it on your own. It can be a headache. It, you're literally sitting there at night, every night, um, bringing in checks, worrying about problems, fixing problems. That's why people use property management companies. That's something I would certainly build into a, you know, your budget when you're looking at a property as far as cash flow is concerned. Uh, and it's tax deductible on your Schedule E. Uh, and why not do it? Um, let the professionals do it until you figure it out. And maybe you're going to figure out that you don't want to do it. Uh, and the next property you get, you budget that in. So I, I have clients that I'm working with a client right now who has 11 properties. He does it all on his own. Wow. Uh, but he's... He's a stay, he's a tutor, so he works from home, and his wife has a W two job full time, and that's his job at home, is to take care of the properties. And he's young; he's in his early. I'm 40s. more of a Tory than a tutor. <laughs> I ever tell you that um, I was in England once, and I was going around Big Ben and the statues and all this stuff, and the clocks and stuff, and there was a statue of of a Tory. And I was feeling kind of, you know, a Tory, it's a political party in England, like the Tudors and the Tories. Mm-hmm. I was feeling kind of randy, so I kind of rubbed my leg up against it. And a cop, what are they called in England? Bo- bo- bobbies? Bobbies. A bobby? So a bobby sees me rubbing up against a statue of a Tory, and he charges me with statutory rape. Tory statue rape. Oh, I blew my own joke. I got charged with Tory statue rape. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Very funny. That was a long way for a joke on Tudors and Tories. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I was in England once? Visited Parliament, baby. No more. There's a statue of a Tory. That's feeling kind of randy. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. Isn't it funny Americans think of England as... Uh, just cliches. It's all Michael Caine. The Queen. James Bond. James Bond. He's English, too. Mm-hmm. Man, do you remember the first time you saw a James Bond movie? I do. And it was, the first scene was always a woman more beautiful than the last. Yep. And James somehow partying with them. All right, all right, all right. And the bad guys jump in, and he jumps out on a ski lodge, and he's got skis on and boots on when he was just partying with a woman having a martini. Shaken, not stirred. And suddenly he's got boots on and he's skiing, which I don't know how he did that, but he did. And he shoots these guys and they fall off the cliff. And then he parachute s- opens with a big British flag. And he falls right in the laps of another beautiful woman. Yep. But suddenly his, his snow boots are gone. That's what, what made him an amazing spy. So, anyway, um, you were talking about getting being older and getting uh, yeah, mortgages uh, and such. You know, you know, if you're looking into going to retiring soon, you look at refinancing, um, carrying that mortgage into retirement yeah. or paying it off. So you're going to have one or the other choice. But if you're going to carry a mortgage into your retirement, why would you have a higher payment? Um, and I think that's the first question you want to ask yourself if you keep that payment going through. A lot of forward. questions on home equity lines of credit, on yeah. refinancing, on reverse mortgages. We, you know, we talked about how much equity is out there right now, uh, hitting new peaks here in the Bay Area. Sixteen trillion in equity built since the the trough uh, through our recession. Uh, it's a lot of equity that people want to gain or uh, capture. Meanwhile, the 
refinanced or bought in low interest rates, uh, what's the question? If you want cash out, do you take an equity line or you do refinance everything all at once and take a cash out loan? The rate's higher, but you're, you're not um, subject to the equity line fluctuations that we might have. The Fed's considering raising rates two or three times this year. We may see it next week. Uh, and you're, you're wondering if that aggregate rate is actually going to work. So a lot of people are considering getting out. Not only that, Rob, something that uh, we saw recently is uh, people who are in arms that are tied towards the LIBOR. The LIBOR is taking a spike right now. It's up almost six tenths of a percent in the last year. So if you're, what you do is you take your margin in index, and most people are tied to that index. So if you were to adjust today and you had two and a quarter margin, you're going to end up somewhere in the high fours. So are people refinancing out of arms? So there's a lot of things that are happening right now. It's something that the industry has been waiting for. Is is there a catalyst to get people more involved in, you know, figuring out what works for their mortgage? And it's not just uh, equity lines. It's everything. It's interesting because, again, I don't think there's a right answer. And sometimes you'll hear CFP Chad Burton say, I love HELOCs. And a couple months later, I hate HELOCs. A couple months later, I love HELOCs. HELOCs aren't terribly easy to get. Well, they, they can be. You know, sometimes in a lot of cases, no appraisal. You have to have a good credit score or you'll get declined right away on that. Um, but the nice thing about an equity line, and I, I don't like doing equity lines personally, but the nice thing about equity lines, if you want $100,000 to do a kitchen renovation, but you're not going to spend it for over a year, maybe 30% now, 30% later, and 40% at the end, you don't actually pay interest on the money that you've bought. You only pay interest on the money you've borrowed as opposed to a, a refinance where you take the cash out, you're paying interest right away. So there are some advantages of it, but it, it always comes back to the one statement that I always say, and that is, how soon can you pay it off? Because that interest rate will eventually go up. And if you're counting on that interest only, which does come with equity lines on the adjusting part, uh, you can get stuck with a recast in 10 years. So what I was trying to get at, and you kind of went long on me, is that there's a lot of products, home equity lines, credit, refinances. And I wish there was a, a gauge where is it easy to get a mortgage in retirement if you have a blah, blah, blah score and a blah, blah, blah of assets. There's there's not a, a periodical table. Like, there's not something that we could easily box ourselves into. Like, for instance, reverse mortgages, you'll hear a CFP say, I hate them. But in his head, he's thinking about reverse mortgages for people who are 60, who it could become a big problem for, versus a reverse mortgage for someone who is 80, who they're not going to outlive it. It's not going to become problematic. So... There's a lot of product out there in, in mortgage land. And, you know, selling a reverse mortgage to someone who's 62, I think is almost criminal compared to selling it, which I think it's almost like, whoa, you're being very nice, that old person, if they're 82. Um, but man, there is no right answer. And in your 20s, I was just, me and Tony were laughing during the break because he's done numerous, numerous mortgages for me. And he just, he's doing one right now that should be finished up in the next week or two. Um, tied towards a getaway property. Get away from me. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Spouse comes and says, I want to kiss you. And you're like, ooh, get away from me. Um, so it's a getaway property. But um, in our 20s, we thought like a $150,000 house was big money. And now it's like, oh, no. I think I just wrote a check for basically a whole house in a different state. And that's earnest money. Like, oh, righto, McKnighto? If you want a mortgage or a refi or work with a home equity line or work with someone in real estate, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. If you want to find me, um, put up a signal. It's a, a Guinness. Put it up in the sky, and I'll come flying any time of night. You can find me at Rob Black's show if you don't have a Guinness light signal as well. Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Yeah.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So if you're looking for some bad news, you can find it somewhere else. Last year was the summer for nearly everyone we know. But I ain't fighting with you down in the ditch. I'll meet you up here on the road. Jason Isbell. I know your time. No? weeks ago I was at the news station television station and there was just story after story of you know how bad San Francisco's housing market is that there was a shack that someone spent over a million dollars on it was an earthquake shack cozy is all about what you can afford right you need to have an income of over three hundred thousand dollars to buy a a home in San Francisco. So there's something called earthquake shacks. They're one of the most desirable real estate assets in the city right now. Because after the 1906 earthquake and fires decimated 500 city blocks. Go walk a city block right now. Well, I mean, later today. And then start thinking about 500 city blocks. So after the big fire... What San Francisco did was they needed housing, temporary housing. So they put up 5,000 small wooden cottages. They gave shelter to 16,000 plus people. And that's important because, you know, the Bay Area is chilly. Even during the summers, it could be chilly. But that's what people are doing. Um, high paying jobs. Always fascinating me. Airlines are making more money than ever, but they're also facing a mountain of problems. Airlines, oh, Warren Buffett, he's the god, he's the man. He once bought TWA in the 70s, and it was such a bad investment, he said, I'm never buying airlines ever again. Until 2016 or 2017, he did. But can you imagine having that kind of like... I don't know, uh, experience. So he bought an airline. It was a horrible investment. And now you look at airlines and they're like buses in the sky, right? And the thing that infuriates me is that paid bag fee. It's always like $25. And you're like, oh, so the ticket's not the ticket price. I'm one of those people I like to, I like the ticket to be the ticket price. So one of the pieces of advice that I give people to get to retirement is start sooner rather than early. Start sooner rather than later. That's what I meant to say. Caffeine's starting to kick in, right? I like the way you say that. If you want to become a millionaire, start at the age of 20, and all you have to do is save $1,000 a year. That's not much, right? Put it in the market. Do it every year. For the next 40 years, ta-da, you've got a million dollars. But if you wait till age 30, it's $2,900. A year or 250 bucks a month. If you wait till age 40, it's $8,700 a year. 45, it's now at $15,600 a month, a year, or $1,300 a month to become a millionaire. 
that's real money. Thirteen hundred dollars. You're like, ooh, ouch. Ooh, I should have started earlier. Because if we go back in time, twenty plus years, all you needed was a thousand a year instead of thirteen hundred a month. So start sooner rather than later. Be very conscious of your credit score. Credit scores are super important on keeping your costs down. And we're going to see the opposite move now. Now that credit's getting easier, the cost of credit's going higher. So your borrowing costs go higher with it. Credit will make you a prince or a pauper. So I'm really thrilled that my primary mortgage is at three and a quarter percent. That's amazing. For 30 years, unbelievable. Keeps my cost lower. So my housing cost might be lower than you or my neighbors because I have a better rate than him. All because I had a good paying job, all my teeth, and a good credit score. I know you're saying teeth. It's kind of important when it comes to getting a mortgage. They now check your teeth. I'm making that up. Say what? But bad credit means you pay more for a house than a person with good credit. And just to show you, you know, the, the financial ramifications of that, if someone's paying $300 less than you, they're able to save $300 more than you, right? They're able to go on $300 more vacations or get $300 more back rubs or $300 more of something. So uh, pay attention to your credit. Creditkarma.com, Credit Karma, the app on the iPhone and on Android, uh, it's a fun app for me. But again, I'm a nerd. So I don't really care about the basketball score from last night or the baseball score from the other day. I care about credit scores. So good debt versus bad debt. I think this is always important to note. Um, I've had credit cards for 20 plus years. You know how many times I've carried credit card debt in 20 years? Probably two months out of 20 years. I always pay the stuff off because if I don't bank of America or um, who's the one, gosh, I want to come up with the name of it, but I'm not going to Oh, chase capital one. Capital one was one I was going after. Uh, so if I don't pay on time, if I don't pay off my balance, capital one's going to say, okay, what you just borrowed we're going to charge you 15%, 20% interest. And I'm like, I don't make 15 to 20% raises every year, so why am I buying something that was X plus 15%? So pay off the credit. This is better. I'm not country music. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. 